When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson, this is Silver Black Bride, and this is our weekly podcast. This is a show about a 3-0 and football team. 3-0. and What was the theme last week when we talked? It was, everything's freaking great. Everything's going perfect. And that's still the theme after the Miami game. Now, was the Miami game a lot closer than I thought? Yeah, I... I took the Raiders in my Survivor League in that game. And I don't think I've ever taken the Raiders in a Survivor League. And I felt that good about it. I thought it was going to be a blowout. Ended up being a win, overtime, another overtime game in Magical Allegiant Stadium. You get fans in that place, and that thing has some teeth. You know, Raider uh, personnel that I talked to over the years really thought that this was going to be a special place. Because it's so beautiful and so nice and in such a great spot. And two games with fans, it, it's a different joint. You know, the Raiders are 2-6 and six at home last year. They're 2-0. and oh. it, 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 That game was a weird game to cover. I, I do a thing called Final Score for SB Nation, Silver and Black Pride. that has to be up on the site basically by the time the two head coaches shake hands at midfield. I mean, this is no messing around. This thing has to be up. So when it's an overtime game, or even a very close game, but, you know, overtime certainly, it's hectic. And you have to have everything right, and you have to have all the coding right, and you have to have a coherent story up. And, you know, the Raiders are making it freaking hard on me. They made it hard on me last year, and really hard this year. But my point is, not to boohoo about me, is that that was a weird game because I never really had a sense I was going to struggle at overtime. I, I never thought I was going to have to really panic at the end. You know, I, have to, I thought it was going to be some comfort level, but there was zero comfort level. 14-0, you think, okay, maybe this is a crap. It's 19-14 all of a sudden. It's very comfortable. And then it's, and then it's what, tw- um, 25 25-14, very comfortable. 2,500 points. So I'm writing my thing, and then they're like, okay, they scored. Field goal, whatevs. Okay, they got the ball at the end of the game. They're not doing anything with it. Okay, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. Four from 20, oh crap. Oh man, come on. Now I'm changing things the last second, seconds of. Oh, extra. Get the two-point conversion? Oh God. Then it gets the overtime, and I never really thought the Raiders were in danger. So the point is, that was a weird game because even though they were down 14 for the second time in in two home games, even though it went to overtime for the second time in two home games, I never really, never thought like the Raiders were going to lose that game. And maybe that's just part of the magic they got going, the Derek Carr magic, the Brian Edwards magic, the Henry Ruggs magic. These guys, I mean, these guys aren't doing much and much most of the game. I'm talking about the two, the second-year receivers, but they're, they're tearing it up. And, and the Raiders have, they're tearing it up at the end of the game in overtime. Tearing it up. They're leading the league. Um, the Raiders have four guys, Edwards and Ruggs and Renfro and Waller, of course, who all have 200 yards catching. That's never happened after three weeks. 
in the NFL. Derek Carr is on pace for 6,800 yards. If it was a 16-game uh, season, he'd be on pace for 64. The NFL record for yardage by a quarterback was set by two, in 2013 by Hall of Famer Peyton Manning, who had, I think it was 54, 66, or 77. But the point is Derek Carr is on pace to obliterate that mark. And three games is three games. And he's got a big cushion. This dude might break the record and might do it in 17 games on average. He is balling. MVP pace. Max Crosby's defensive player of the year pace. I mean, these guys are getting it done. I, I think I'm really interested to see what happens next week against the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Um, Chargers are good. Now, the Chargers still Charger, and the Chargers still get some injuries. But the Chargers are good. They beat Kansas City. They, they deserved it. Justin Herbert is good. Um, I think it's going to be a really close game. The last time these two teams played, well, the last two times, yeah, it was a, two epic games, two classics last year. Each one won in the other team's building. It was a COVID year, no fans, so it was a little different. There was no home field advantage. The Raiders are the poster boys of that. Two and six at home, eight, six and two on the road. Um, the Raiders scored 58 total points. The Chargers scored 56. Both won in the final seconds. I expect another high-scoring, crazy game, and I expect my final score post to be a pain in the butt because it's going to be a hectic, hectic game. I think this is the Raiders' toughest game on paper. Um... You know, I know the Raiders are the first team to beat. Haven't been the same, same since. Ben is cooked. They lost in Cincinnati. Steelers aren't a good team. Uh, Dolphins aren't a good team right now. They lost 35-0 week two to Buffalo. They were backup quarterback. The, the three teams that the Raiders have played, the Ravens, the Dolphins, and the Steelers are combined four and five. I think that's a little bit more relevant than the three ten wins. And I'm not... I'm just saying, that's the reality. I think this is the toughest opponent. And if they win, they're in great freaking shape. They're at least, and the, and the Ravens are playing the, the, the Broncos. I, I think the Broncos are a fraud. I think the Raiders are, um, I think the Chiefs are really good. The Raiders are very fortunate that they're 2-1, and one, excuse me, 1-2. and two. But a two-game lead is big. The Raiders may not look back at the Chiefs, so they keep winning. This is a huge game. I think it's... It's challenging. I, the, the, Mike Williams is having a really good year. I think the Raiders' defense is going to be challenged unlike it has been this year. Lamar was off when they played. Ben's done. Brissett is a backup. Justin Herbert is a mofo. He is a bad man. This is their biggest challenge defensively. Now, the Raiders do some things, defense, that they haven't done before that will make things that, that that's going to, that, that, you know, that. That duck will fly. Pass rush, relentless pass rush, that helps defense. So the Raiders have that. That's got to shine. They've been getting good defensive backfield play, and that helps, you know, that helps in the, with the pass rush and, and vice versa. That all has to be on point this week. Um, you know, there's a couple of dudes that came over from the Chargers, Perryman and 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 Hayward, who are playing out of their freaking minds right now.
Perryman has 36 tackles in three games. His lowest input for tackles this season was 10. 10 was his lowest. This dude wasn't going to make the Panthers roster after, after uh, signing with them in free agency. And the Raiders weren't going to trade for him unless they had injuries. And this guy is, what he's doing is wild. Can he keep it up? He's a guy who's been injured a lot in his career. Can he keep it up? But he's been tremendous. Hayward is playing at a shutdown elite cornerback style at 32 years old. He was hardly a starter last year. He got cut. So these guys are really getting it done. And this can continue. This can be really special. I, I don't... The defense is certainly better. I still worry about the defense. I still think they have some some holes. I, I You know, the 4th and 20. We see some things that... You know, they're giving up a lot of yards on the on the ground. Um, they're averaging 24 points allowed. It's not perfect, but it's better. And with what the way Derek Carr is playing, hey, it's good enough. And that it's good enough. But this is going to be a challenging game. And if the Raiders can come out of it, they can, Raiders can certainly win. I'm not saying they're not going to win. They can certainly win. If they can come out of this with a win and be 4-0, they're going to the freaking playoffs. And the AFC doesn't seem as good this year. So the B4-0 against four AFC uh, opponents, and the Chiefs are stumbling, I mean, it, it's really perfect. That's why, you know, the Raiders say they're not playing their best ball, and they're not quite yet. But things are going really good. And it's exciting. You should be thrilled. I mean, this is what we talk about all year, and then see it happening. You should be thrilled. Peyton Barber, who was not very good the first couple times, he looked good last week. They're relying on him more than Drake. He's looking good. And this is not the poo-poo on Josh Jacobs, but Peyton, Peyton Barber, he's the re guys like him are the reasons why you don't usually draft running backs early unless you think the guy's going to be a Hall of Famer because they're so easy to find. You know, and Josh Jacobs has missed six games in 35 games. He might be back this week. And he'll help and he'll make them better. But, you know, you wonder if the Raiders are going to want to give him a long-term deal because running backs are easy to find. But, yep, and, and again, that's just facts. That's just not crapping on anybody. That's just facts. But Peyton Manning did awesome. Derek Carr throws a pick sick. You can blame it on Carr. You can blame it on Moreau. Moreau, I, I, wanna, I, I thought we were going to see all these... Two tight end sets. And again, we have all this craziness with the off with, with the receivers all delivering. Maybe you don't need it, but hey, hey, the gumbo's better with better with more ingredients, right? With more good ingredients. And get that that Moreau, that LSU guy in that gumbo. Get him in that gumbo. Um was it his mistake? Was it Carr's mistake? Maybe it was a combination of both, but Carr is still an eleven pick sixes in Less than eight years. That's a lot. Um, but this is the first time he ever threw a pick six that the Raiders won a game. So maybe it's just one of those years. Andre James can't snap the ball, but they're not losing. They're not losing the ball. Friggin', was it Barber that got the ball popped out of his hand at the end zone and Ingle catches it? Things are going the Raiders' way. And maybe that's just the way it's going to be. But they're also playing well, and guys are coming through. So it's exciting stuff. 
Let's see what happens. Let, let's see this team continue to put its personality of victory. It's, it's identity of we're going to win. That's what this team is building. And I'm really excited to see what happens Monday night. Because guess what? The same thing is happening with the Chargers. They're building the same thing. So I really think this is going to be a titanic matchup. I'm really excited. Thanks for listening to me. I'm Bill Williamson. This is Silver and by Pride. Please listen to us. We got BD Williams, we got Matt Holder, we got Marcus Johnson. They're on the podcast, they're on the site. And this is a really a powerhouse site. We give you guys just not the news, but film review, podcast, and it's really it's on the pulse of this team. So check it out. This is Bill Williamson, this is Silver Black Pride. Let's see if we're talking 4-0 next week. I won't be surprised if we are. See ya, be safe, be happy.